Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Scott. I'm one of your hosts today. And I'm Andy. Um, welcome to uh, Tea and Timbits podcast. The global perspectives on business development to help you prosper. Uh, good to chat with you today, Andy. Um, yeah, we can. are going to talk about the power of curiosity. We thought that that would be something that uh, we would want to share with our listeners and was relevant to some of the experiences and conversations that we have found ourselves uh, in recently. Uh, but before we get to that, um, Andy, have you learned anything in the past week? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I knew you were <laughs> going to ask the question. Exactly, exactly. I knew you were going to ask the question, so uh, so I came a little bit prepared. But uh, one of the things that, um, that that has come up is that I've I've noticed that um, a lot of people uh, with the companies that I work with, uh, they do struggle a little bit with. Um, getting an understanding of the dynamics within their particular market and uh, and understanding the um the i suppose the the challenges that uh, that they could potentially face um when engaging with their customers by understanding their customers market by understanding what challenges their customers are facing because of course the the challenges that their customers are facing impact upon the challenges that they face in terms of helping to support those customers and uh, and bringing value to them. So, for me, it it, it really highlighted the uh, the 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 necessity to to get to understand you know your customers' market and your mm. own market and uh, and really sort of diving in a little bit deeper in that. I suppose I'd thought about it before, but because you had asked me, because you you know you'd preempted me that you were going to ask me this question, I was paying a little bit more attention about what was going on this week, and this 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 just came up, and I was like, I'm seeing this consistently. So you're saying that like businesses. the identification there in your week was that a lot of your customers don't actually necessarily think about their customers' markets. They're thinking of their customers as a part of their own market and they're not Correct. doing that yeah. extra hop to go, well, let me yeah. empathize with my customer and their market and their situation and that that need. Uh, and and the, the value there is tremendous if you can put yourself in the shoes of your customer um, and empathize and, and, and sort of build that context into the service that you're providing. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, the uh, the 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 challenges that 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 companies face in trying to serve their market are very dependent on the challenges that those customers face, and being able to address those challenges and understand those challenges, and understand and help those customers to understand how they can overcome those challenges as well. Well, I think we've got a topic for a future uh, episode here. I think we probably have. <laughs> uh, fantastic! Thanks for sharing. So let's get into our topic: the power of curiosity. Um, we were both chatting sort of in the prep for this about sort of what that meant, uh, but we didn't get too far into it because we wanted to hit record and, and really yeah. make it authentic. So, uh, you know, I was sharing my thoughts, but what do you think curiosity is all about and why was it important to, to, talk, to, to talk to our audience about this? And I guess before we actually get into the discussion, what do you think is important for our audience to take away from our conversation that they're going to listen to? Well, for me, curiosity is uh, is like a, a foundation element for uh, for salespeople to be successful, for company leaders, for salespeople, for for anyone who's trying to develop their business. Curiosity, you know, we, we've called the episode "The Power of Curiosity," but curiosity is a power, you know. Mm -hmm. So, not only does power have have curiosity, but, but yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <Going off laughs> on. But uh, essentially, it's, it's 
essentially to me uh, i i i want the i want the audience to understand that that being curious uh, about you know coming back to what i said right at the beginning uh, about about your customer but also just being curious about everything being curious about you know what's going on about you know why your company is doing what it's doing you know who who your colleagues are focused on what impact does the uh, you know does your product your solution have in your world, in your customer's world, what impact does it have on other parts of the organization? What impact does it have on their business, on their success? Just being curious on that, not not necessarily from the perspective of selling something or, you know, or, or right. developing a product, but just being curious because that curiosity will create a platform from which you can build meaningful relationships and lead into potential sales if it's right. But that curiosity will allow you to understand if it is right. Right. So, so I guess I want people to walk away with an understanding of curiosity is uh, is is key, and and to sort of reflect on b- being intentionally curious. Correct. Uh, yeah. And okay, so let's get into it because I think that in in my view, in my perspective here, when you when you hear about curiosity, it can often be um, a little bit disingenuous sometimes i don't know if that's the right word but the the um uh the the frustration or the challenge to practicing curiosity or the negative sort of connotation that may come with it is that you just sort of end up in an academic area that you're just asking questions for the sake of it and i think that i've seen that happen as well where somebody thinks like you know they just spend so much time asking and not enough time sort of acting upon uh, those results. So I think it's important to make sure that when you're being curious, it's in the context of the outcome that you are working towards. And, and that it's genuine. I think that's the genuine. key. Right. You know, I, I think you need to have that, exactly as you said there, the, if, if you're just reading off a list of questions, if you're just being curious because your manager has told you need, you need to be curious and you've listened to this podcast and you go, oh, I need to be curious. And so I need to be curious about my customer. I need to be curious about these things. If you're just doing it for the sake of it, then that's fine. But you've got to be interested. You've got to be interested in the answers that you hear. You've got so what, to be what, genuinely curious. What, what do you do when you're not interested? So you've been tasked with a client or a business challenge and and it's just it's just not exciting you. Hmm. Well, isn't that a sign that maybe it's not the right fit? Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I mean, sometimes you're stuck in that situation anyway. I think I think it's a it's a valid point. I mean, there, and there are times when when we're off our game, you know, when we're when right. we're tired, when we're, you know, when we've you know, it's the seventh meeting of the of the day or whatever, and it's just been a crazy day, and you you're just worn out, and you're just like. Oh, so many questions today and i can't i can't think about this anymore and you get to that point where where maybe you're just like yeah okay you know yeah you do business and you know we sell a product great you know you do you want to buy it kind of thing and that's horrible but then that's that's unprofessional and i think you need to take a self-reflection when you get to that point if you feel that you're not genuinely curious in those circumstances then i think the best thing to do is actually to politely you know tell the prospect you know tell the person that that, that, you know i i'm i'm really sorry i really want to learn about your business i really want to know a lot about it but right now i've had a really busy day i really hate it could we possibly reschedule because i think it 
you know, the the curious element is something that adds a lot of value to yeah. uh, to a customer, a prospect, a colleague. If you're curious in them, you are you are showing an interest in them and it makes them feel special, but it also forces them to reflect on their own business, on their own lives, on their own situation and think about it maybe from a perspective that they didn't necessarily do before. But if you take away that curiosity, you, you lose that and they lose that and nobody really benefits from those discussions. So I think it is important that if you don't have that genuine curiosity, that you're prepared to walk away. Yeah, in a I, I think, yeah, and that's not necessarily permanently, right? But just to right. just to reflect on the fact that like, you know, wait a minute, my head's not in the game yeah. right now. And, and I'm just kind of doing without thinking or doing without analyzing or doing without being effectively critical. Um, and I'm going to be a better solution provider, consultant, advisor, uh, uh, you know, um, vendor service provider if i can come back come back at this with 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 new energy um i i think it's so important though to make sure that you are in a space and creating a space where you're empowered to ask the right questions and really uncover the 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 detail and the and and remove as much uncertainty as you can um have you got any examples or stories or or reflections on when this has really been effective in in some of your interactions yeah i'd say i'd say one of the things that uh, that i see um very effective with uh, with companies that i work with and uh, and with the sales teams that i work with is is when the you know when the sales teams themselves they they don't just go out there and start you know attending the meetings they they may have someone else who set those meetings up for them. They may be setting them up themselves. If they're setting them up themselves, it's a little bit different. But when they when they're preparing for those meetings, they are actually preparing for those meetings. They're not just you know creating a PowerPoint slide, you know, and uh, and, and multiple pages about their products. What they're doing is they're taking the time and being curious about the company they're going to go and meet. Yeah. And they are doing research that, you know, so the curiosity begins before you meet the person, the curiosity begins in that company, you're going to meet, you know, why am I meeting with this company? What is it about this company that in that, that is relevant for us or could potentially be relevant for us? What's going on in their relevant world? for them and their customers? Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's going on in their world at the moment? What are the challenges they're facing? What are the thing, you know, what are their you know, have they been in the news recently? Has someone else in their industry been in the news? <laughs> what are their competitors doing at the moment? You know, but that genuine curiosity starts at the very beginning because that's when you can start to create value when you go into the meeting by being right. curious. You know, I've seen this about your company. I've seen this about your industry. I've seen this about your competitors. How are those things affecting you and your business? Yeah. And, and just starting out there, is, is, is where real genuine conversations begin. And I want to just add that I think that this is like any other muscle skill um, that, that you might have developed over time, which is you need to practice it. it mm. Some people are, are genuinely curious. Some people are good question askers and explorers. But I don't think that knowing the right questions to ask and when to ask them is necessarily something that um, just comes intuitively. I think that that knowing what to ask, when to ask it, how deep to go comes from practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is something that, you know, internally with my team, we actually 
practice. So we will have curiosity sessions. We will have conversations, we'll have meetings internally, and they're called curiosity sessions. And, and I'll say, what, what sort of moment of curiosity uh, can you share from, you know, the past month or whatever the, the frequency has been? What was a moment where your curiosity let you down? What was a moment when it uncovered something that was advantageous to, you know, advancing the project? Um, and we get into some really great conversations uh, that that people can share from those little, almost, you know, moments that that are otherwise sometimes innocuous that uncovered some real aha moment. And I would suggest that that's something to, uh, to consider doing is getting together with your team or even just one other person and saying, let's just think about and reflect on when curiosity was helpful, when we wished we had been more, more curious and what kind of outcome that may or may not have led to. That sounds really valuable. Uh, really valuable sessions. How often do you do those? Um, they're not done with much regularity. I kind of work them into some of the other team meetings from time to time. I used to do them a little bit more rigorously. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing that I feel has to be employed at the right moment. So I'll work them into, um, to, to team meetings on the agenda once every month or quarter, uh, or if, or if we have a light agenda, sometimes it might be something to say, hey, let's do a curiosity session and, and reflect on that. So I've tried different things. And, and to be honest, I think the team likes it when it's a little bit more spontaneous and less um, less less routine. Mm. No, no, that's really good because I think one of the biggest challenges in in companies, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but it it, it is sales meetings. And sales meetings tend to be very dull. I mean, they tend to very often just be about, you know, looking back, you know, who who achieved what, you know, and what's the status of this particular order? Are you going to get it this week? And, you know, it, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't energize the team. And I think I think it's so important that you have these sessions. And yes, I mean, as you say, if you do them too regularly, they become dull, they become routine and people don't pay attention. But that's the problem with most of the sales meetings that most companies have is that they are routine. They are boring. Yep. They are dull. <laughs> sales meeting should inspire the team. It yeah. should motivate the team. It should okay. give them the energy, the skills and the 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 the, the the energy to go out there and be successful and it should be a safe space where they can share the challenges where they can talk about things and they can share successes as well I, i've seen this done so disingenuously before like i've been in meetings where i'm being sold to and the and the salesperson is like putting on that overly enthusiastic face and asking some icebreaker question to show how inquisitive they are and i'm like really really dude so i you made the point off the top like it's got to be genuine and authentic yeah. don't be cheesy and schmarmy about all of this um or it won't work no exactly yeah. exactly awesome great chat um love it hopefully uh everybody took something away from that we look forward to chatting you chatting with you again on our next episode if you want to get in touch with us you can find us on linkedin or you can email us podcast at tntimbits.com thanks everybody thanks so much, Scott. it's been a pleasure bye <laughs>